Hello, Jane. Hey, Issa. <laughs> We are two adults who watch and discuss movies for teens. <sighs> this week, the space between us. Mm. But first, Jane, you had something to tell me. Yeah, it was thrilling, thrilling oh, okay. news. <laughs> I was on a treadmill and I was watching the Kelly Clarkson show, which was what was in front of me. And who should come on the Kelly Clarkson show but Joel McHale. No, but also Storm Reed. Storm Reed, Joel McHale, and two baby pigs were together on the Kelly Clarkson show. What? Yes. Don't ask questions. Um, <laughs> and then Kelly Clarkson asks Storm Reed, who is the younger sister on Euphoria, how involved Drake is in the process, <gasps> which is something we were wondering. And Storm Reed tells the story about how Drake is there for a um script read through what is that called a table read table read and so is future <gasps> and she was saying how that she she kept looking over at drake to see if he was like really paying attention and that he really was so she was like he was very involved oh yeah of course he would pay attention are you kidding me no. drake would drake should be so lucky to be at the now table i'm not really read. sure what that like what he added but he was there he was like so, oh cool <laughs> like what does he do something. there What's your um, attachment to Joel McHale? Community? I like him because I grew up watching The Soup. Oh, okay. I was like... I loved Community. I was sort of like, if I didn't watch Community, what is my point of attachment, I guess? Do you have any other ones for him? No. Yeah, I don't know what else he's done. <laughs> I feel like... I mean, I'm guessing he's done kind of a lot of like mid-level, mid-tier stuff. Yeah. I'm not sure. But he's like... He's cute. He's yeah. got that going for him. He's talented. Um, <laughs> I feel like Storm Reed. Storm Reed was in something else I watched recently, and then we watched Nate and I were watching something. Oh, it was like a news broadcast or something like that, and there was a like young black teen on it. She looked a lot like Storm Reed, and Nate and I turned to each other and were like, "Zendaya's sister," <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't her. It wasn't her. Um, uh, it just looked similar to her. I'm wondering. First of all, it's not like she can. She can't talk badly about Drake. Like, she can't publicly talk badly about Drake for every reason. But I'm also like, is she contract contractually con obligated to <laughs> say nice things about him? I mean, I feel like she could have... I don't know. If she... I feel like she wouldn't straight up lie and be like, and he was paying attention, you know? Yeah, but it's also... She didn't say that he did anything. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, like... like she, she avoided the question of like does he add anything to the show by saying yeah. he was paying attention? And I think that's a skillful lie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She maneuvered. I mean, she was very... She, well, I didn't hear her because it was the gym and, um, you know, just the subtitles are up. But She's she, an actor in my and mind, communicator. She She's a good yeah. communicator, unlike the people in this movie. <sighs> okay, do you want to talk about, like, why we chose this? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, who how did this come into our lives so first it came into our lives because i thought it was everything everything but or i thought everything everything was this movie yes but the reason it was on our list in the first place was i swear to god okay <laughs> um i put it there and it's because 
when I was still living in the Philippines, but then even after that, I had this one, um, like my mom's best friend. She's now my godmother. Um, who would just like come by and drop off like a stack of fake DVDs. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I swear this was one of the fake DVDs and it just has a oh. photo of Asa Butterfield and like the 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 moon <laughs> like oh or gosh. Mars or whatever. <laughs> um and I just like saw the cover and was curious. Um so then when we were putting together our master list of teen movies that no listener is shared on um it's a private (laughs) encrypted document um i i i had to put that on there and then i only made the connection recently that it's the guy from sex education and it's Britt robertson from oh yeah that dylan o'brien's girlfriend i can't even talk about that um it is like (laughs) it had like a few false starts where like this script had just been like sitting like unwritten since literally 1999 like this screenplay oh has God. existed <laughs> this screenplay has existed about a rebellious teen born on the moon <laughs> wait it's not even the moon it's mars i guess yeah i guess in 1999 the moon would be more topical i don't know <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah maybe more um teens believable. on the moon versus teens on mars um yeah and then you know people are just like more obsessed with mars now i feel you know you know dune <laughs> desert (laughs) are they on mars and dune no but it's desert that's part of the the feel um but like you know maybe there's a reason that this has been sitting around since 19 no exactly it should have stayed in the desk drawer (laughs) um okay here are some things um that you maybe didn't know so first um i do like asa butterfield i like sex education a lot i um I didn't watch Ender's Game, but that's what a lot of people know him from. And then my grandma really wanted me to watch The Boy in the Striped Pajamas. Yeah. Did you watch haven't that? Haven't seen... Nope, haven't... Well, okay. I was trying to remember. There's a movie that they made us watch in sixth grade about the Holocaust, and it might have been The Boy in the Striped Pajamas, but it might not have been. So I maybe saw that movie. Um, public School loves to make you watch movies about the Holocaust. Oh, yeah. Public School um, loves um, Number the Stars and shit. Like, oh, public School I loves that me. book. That was my favorite fucking book. I'm it's a, a good, Lois Lowry fan. It's incredible. I remember, I, I think I maybe got my Star of David necklace after reading that book. Oh. Um, <laughs> I watched the first Poser. season of Sex Education. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I loved it, but then I, for whatever reason, I haven't caught up. But yeah. I like him. I think he's, he's great in it. He's also like unexpectedly tall, um, both in sex education and in this. Like he kind of looks little, but then like when he stands next to others, you're like, oh, he's he's a string bean. He's so skinny and um, lanky. Wait, I have a I have two facts about Boy in the Striped Pajamas. One is that <laughs> I, I think until like 2017 or something like that, I thought that Charlie St. Cloud and The Boy in the Striped Pajamas were the same movie. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> they have nothing in common. I think they came out right after it another. Oh my gosh. It's so fucked up. But also, can you imagine Zach Efron in a movie about the Holocaust? Okay. <sighs> okay, another thing about the boy in the striped pajamas is that um he was the first audition tape that they received for the movie, and he was 10 in it. Um and 
um, they asked each of the children what they knew about the Holocaust, and he almost didn't know anything about it, and they purposefully kept it that way throughout filming. Oh. To keep his innocence. I guess if you're 10. It did It did shock me, because when it was like, they asked everyone what they knew about the Holocaust. Asa Butterfield's knowledge was slim, and it was purposely kept that way, and I thought it was like him as a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of a kid being like, an incredible actor and then him just being well the holocaust was when and then he explains like the dates how many people died he like lists every concentration camp and they're like well he's gotta go he knows too much because if i feel like if my child were trying out for this role i i would talk to them about the holocaust yeah they would have read fucking number the stars (laughs) they'd have they'd see your necklace and they'd be like nope (laughs) put this tape in the trash okay um i also read that there's an age gap between them did you read that i did (laughs) um brit robertson was 27 at the time and asa was 20 um and i think their characters are supposed to be like 15 16 um but they said that was fine because she's supposed to be the more mature one no she was she was poorly cast (laughs) i also think i think that like they don't like that happens all the time like i don't understand why it was so i guess because usually it happens all the time but the guy is the older one Mm. i I saw in the wikipedia article that it said caused some controversy (laughs) and i who who cared (laughs) who was who was upset about this So the thing is, like, okay, the guy who directed this film, film, he did um, Serendipity, which is a great movie. And then he also did Shall We Dance, which is like, fine. (laughs) That's what I'll say about it. Do you know what do you know what Shelby dances? It's Jennifer Lopez and Richard Gere learning to. Oh, no, I haven't seen it. And Susan Sarandon is. Yeah, it's good. Actually, I feel like we should watch it. It's it's way better a palate cleanser than this movie. Anyway, I think so. Jane, you messaged me last night and you were like, did they think this movie was going to be Oscar bait? And I think that I think you might be on to something. Okay, I needed to share. I'm a little worried that this movie isn't a teen movie, partly because there aren't teens for the first like 20 minutes. Okay, but Um, but but it's definitely marketed as that. And it was nominated for a Teen Choice Award or even three. And so I feel okay about us talking about it. Who's yeah, the Brit, third teen? The, well, Brit got one. It got oh, sci-fi oh. and then something else. Oh my fucking god, this doesn't fuck. Okay, um, I also think that it was marketed um, similar to maybe accidentally The Boy in the Striped Pajamas. <laughs> it was marketed to like 14-year-olds as like an interesting movie. Not that okay, I'm you know more about the boy in the striped pajamas than I do. What was that movie marketed maybe towards just, teenagers? Okay, maybe I'm just like, um, you know what I, you know what I feel like. I feel like when, when I looked at sort of the teens or like family like movie section, I would see Charlie St. Cloud, <laughs> the boy in the striped pajamas, and this movie, and that's the only section that it would all be in. Wait, this movie came out like five years ago. Yeah, but it was on Netflix for a while, you know. Oh, you know I Netflix- was thinking like family section of a blockbuster, oh. <laughs> <laughs> which for me was just the Mary Kate and Ashley um, spread. Um. Anyway, should we should we just do it? Should we do it? Oh wait, one more question. One more question for you. My question was, what's your relationship to Ender's Game? 
Um, I read the book and I didn't like it and I didn't see the movie. <laughs> what about you? Oh, I feel like we did talk about this. Um, I think I read two of them and then I stopped because each of them are like a di- about different people in the books. And I was like, eh, I don't like those characters. Mm-hmm. Um, but I liked it because I have, I had gamer tendencies as a child and you didn't. But now you do more than me. OK, we can get into it. I feel like I want to like sci-fi, but whenever I've tried, I just don't, and I should just sort of let it. Ender's go. game. Ender's game is made for like boys with like, as my dad would say it, low EQ. <laughs> What's that? Emotional. Emotional quotient. <laughs> so okay, emotional IQ. I understand. Yeah, wow, your dad um... is so cool. <laughs> He loves to say that about people too, and I'm like, are you just calling them? Are you just calling them fucking awkward? Like, what? You're just calling them a loser. <laughs> okay, um, let's get into it. Okay, billionaire Nathaniel launches the first settlement mission to Mars. Two months later, the female lead astronaut vomits, and she's pregnant. <laughs> She dies during childbirth. It's determined that the child won't survive uh, getting back to Earth, and Nathaniel decides to keep him a secret to avoid losing funding. 16 years later, Gardner is being raised by astronaut Kendra on Mars. He hacks into his mom's personal belongings and finds photo of a man he assumes to be his father, and also a wedding ring. Gardner chats online with Tulsa, a motorcycle-driving teen stuck in a bad foster home. Gardner told her he has a disease that forces him to stay inside, but she understands that he's hiding the truth. They were, like, talking about there's one resource. In the start, um, Nathaniel's talking about there's one resource that humans have, like, without limits. And I was like, teens? <laughs> I truly, all I knew about this was that there was a teen in space, but I thought that he was sent to space. I expected more space than this movie gave me. But did you Um, think the teen was born in space? No. I guess that's true. I mean, to be honest, I had never, I didn't think about it that hard, but if I had to choose, I wouldn't have guessed that a teen was born (laughs) on Mars. Um, A bad start to a movie is, is is a TED talk. <laughs> like <laughs> immediately. Gary Oldman, just, Gary Oldman doing a TED talk. Oh it's my so God. It's so sad. It's so bleak that it's he's in this. So like I started watching the movie. I messaged Jane. I was like, Jane, I'm screaming. Gary Oldman's in this. And Jane just goes, Oh, Isa. <laughs> like, Oh, oh no. <laughs> yeah. Um, also the, the woman who is Gardner's mom, who is the lead astronaut is far too hot to be an astronaut. She looks like Charlie D'Amelio. She looks like a grown-up Charlie D'Amelio. Yeah, she's gorgeous. And I'm sorry, I'm not trying to... I mean, same thing with the man standing behind her. Way too handsome. They would have gotten into something... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would have gotten to something like commercial modeling or real estate. Like, she she literally looks like... astronaut. She looks like a a very specific type of pretty, which is like a little bit generic pretty. Um, yeah. Which which is she looks like Charlie D'Amelio, and I also think it's funny that they try to make it about her being a woman in STEM, but she's so quickly out of the movie. Like, why didn't they like teach us more about Kendra in that start of the movie? Like, they could have been like besties. I don't know. Yeah, the the there aren't good female representation in in space. Um, the other really funny thing about her is that um, they're like, oh, aren't you scared? And she goes. She goes, I was taught that. And then she reads this like quote about courage where she's like, those who na 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 na, but are fear like, you know, it's, it's important to have courage even when you're scared. 
And I'm like, when I like rattle off a quote that I read on the internet, I don't say I was taught this. Yeah. <laughs> like, I googled quotes about bravery. But also, we we know that she was taught this by who? Nathaniel. <laughs> That's why they connected. Did yeah. you? We'll save that for later. Um, I do get annoyed that whenever, a, like, the only Whatever. way they foreshadow pregnancy is with vomiting. Yeah. I would love a woman to, like, feel her boobs and be like, hmm, these are a little sore or, like. Or crave, a, or crave like, a like Chinese food or something. Have, like, some strange discharge. <laughs> Just, <laughs> like, get creative, please. Yeah, I definitely. Also, it's just, it's obviously, like so stupid that this this would like never happen like number one they wouldn't let it happen like they would just they probably shove an iud in all the nasa nasa astronauts as soon as they decide that they're going to space but also like they they i think they would have like made them come back <laughs> yeah trying to shove an iud just, like... in this nussy <laughs> but yeah they would have turned it around immediately they would have shut it down. I also don't... There's not really... I don't really understand, like, the timeline in the start. Because, like... Th- I know they're trying to just get us to having a teen in space. But it almost seems like the baby's growing super fast. And we had to Google... Like, it actually does take, like, seven-ish months to get to Mars. But I was like, what if the baby's growing super fast, like, in old? <laughs> <laughs> because isn't that a thing... It- I'm going to say something so wow. dumb. Wow. If you're going speed of light, like, doesn't something no. weird happen? I guess they're not going speed well, of light. What's weird is that Asa Butterfield is able to communicate with Britt Robertson, like, in in present time. Like, oh. you cannot travel, like, you cannot send internet DMs faster than the speed of light. <laughs> From our- <laughs> That's such a good point. From Earth to Mars, we actually Googled this. We did some research. As a woman in STEM, I did research. You, It would take you three minutes at best between messages. Average is like 12, 10 or 12 minutes. Wow. Unless they have invented like quantum physics communication. Yeah. Some, the science in this thing. movie doesn't hold up. The I'm science go is so clear far. computers. Clear computers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love at one point Gary Oldman is like tapping on his iPad and he's he's hitting it too hard where I know that it's like a piece of cardboard wrapped in green screen. Like he's just like thwacking it. And I'm like, come on, Gary. I do. Ugh. I think it's funny that their idea of like a futuristic computer is it just looks like those old like Game Boy colors that were just like those transparent and you cool, can see though. like all the stuff inside. <laughs> I had okay. First of all, I had a Nintendo sixty four holder controller that was clear purple, and mm. I thought it was so cool you that like you could clear. see. I love that. Okay, maybe I should have gone into STEM. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you think about the names, Gardner? Uh Um. I mean, she it it would make a little more sense if Kendra was his mom because Kendra seems like I don't know, she just seems interesting and sort of slightly intellectual versus like his actual mom again is Charlie Diamelio and so like mm-hmm. she, I, she's not someone who would name her son Gardner. Oh wait, I guess she died, so maybe we don't even know. No, but she must have said his name before. Maybe she, died. she wanted yeah, maybe she, you know, maybe she um, willed it to someone to name him Gardner. I was thinking maybe it was like an ironic, like a like a nod to irony, because he's on a d- desert planet and he can't garden. <laughs> I don't know. What, like, I? they also don't really explain how does he, 
get in contact with the girl like where when does it start like the movie starts okay the, the their interaction starts and she's in class and she's like everyone's always front in <laughs> oh my god she's supposed to be a, a badass she's supposed to be troubled what is like like i feel so i honestly i know i said that i hated her at the end of the last movie but i do feel bad for her because now it's just like this is two movies now that she's given like such shit to work with yeah like that's some of her first lines are like no one's real (laughs) yeah everything is very um oblique is that the right word it's just it's just very sappy and uh, overly straightforward (laughs) sorry also they there's this weird scene so i know they're trying to make her like badass Mm-hmm. But there's this weird scene where she leaves class and yeah. then these teen boys start, like, sprinting after her. Did you see yeah. that? Okay, I was wondering... Did you understand? I didn't understand. First of all, I think one of those boys is played by Logan Paul. Yes. Logan Paul does have a credit in this movie. <laughs> Another point <laughs> against it. Um, and yes, they sort of run after her in a very methodical manner. Like, it's, <laughs> what? you know what I mean? It, it looks like they're... They're all spaced out evenly. They're all running at the same speed. Oh, like they're military. Yeah, like they're like... Exactly. Uh, they're like SWAT team. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, I, do, I don't know what they were planning to do to her. I'm assuming it was something uh-huh. not pleasant. Yeah, there's no reason given for why they're harassing her. And it's supposed to add to her badassness when, in fact, I'm just like worried. Um, my question for you is, when you were a teen, did you ever have only internet friends? Like friends you only knew through internet? things no i was too scared for that i'm trying (laughs) to remember i like i definitely remember the beginning of aim and i'll share some chat room stories that were horrifying to me i used to (laughs) i used to log on and i really just wanted to play what was essentially pictionary but on the internet and then boys would message me i'm well i don't know if they're boys people would message me things like uh what's it asl age sex yeah, location yeah, yeah. and yeah, i like yeah. didn't know what that was damn and then, people never say asl now that like, we gotta bring that back and then i remember one guy like he talked to me about underwear <laughs> and i was i was a child so this yeah. was very traumatic for me that's fucked up so i was scared of the internet and i i i wasn't brave enough to to truly make any connections but were you a child child or were you a teen i think i might have been a child child at this okay. point what about you? Um, I remember I made like quote unquote friends through video games. There was like one game that I was into for like a year where there was some person in the game named Carlo, which is my <gasps> brother's name also. Um, that like when we were online we would like try to team up um in games against others. And he was just like nice and um I was always like, is this person real? And then now we're like Facebook friends, which is really funny. I was like, hey, it's me from like this game we played years ago. And we have like nothing in common. We don't know anyone in common. Um, And then my other friend, I think I told you this. My other friend like was sort of having a romance with someone that she met on the same game. But then they oh. like continued into a chat later. And his wow. name was Lester. And no. you were like, that's not his name. Yeah. But it, it was on Facebook. Like, he was also on Facebook when Facebook came around. It's crazy. Unless he's, like, really playing long con to make people think his name is Lester. <laughs> um, and I rem- the other, like, kind of, like, gross. I mean, being, being like, any um, 
non if you're not a man and you're playing a video game online and people know that you're not a man like people will say insane things to you (laughs) um and people definitely um asked what certain body parts of mine smelled like oh my god guys (laughs) they were really intrigued about your elbow scent that's so (sighs) weird um yep my elbow wait that's that (laughs) wait hold on is that a is that like a wait were they just making fun of you or was that like a sexual thing no it was a sexual thing unfortunately oh i'm such a prude um yeah <laughs> i hated it uh i did one of the times that i i played um actually this was younger i was maybe like 12 or 13 i played this online like horse girl game i did get um hacked once no where somebody um i had like a premium account on this website that you need to pay like ten dollars for and somebody hacked my account somehow. I can't remember. And um, my brother helped me get it back. But they were like, I just remember chatting with them on MSN Messenger and the person being like, I'm in your account. Ha ha ha. What the fuck? Yeah, it was For crazy. For a horse game? Yeah. <laughs> what, what were they doing? Well, because I they... had a paid account. And so they wanted to hack into the paid account. They really wanted the horse game. I was like, I was okay. like also looking back, I'm like, it's $10 for like a year. Come on. Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> but we were, Incredible. We were like 12. Yeah, yeah. Do you think Asa is cute? How the... F- What's his name? I think it's Asa, like Isa. That Asa like Isa? <laughs> I think it's Asa. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't like no. the name Butterfield. He's not my type, and I also hate the name Butterfield. Like, anytime I say, I say his name, my body is, like, tensing itself, knowing I'm about to also say Butterfield. Yeah, like, Butterfield like, is not a good... He should have switched that. I, think um, that I don't think he's cute. I don't think Bert Robertson is attractive either. Yeah. Sorry. No. So, okay. So, here's the thing. When I watch Sex Education, I kind of am like, oh, he's hired because he's, like, normal and quirky looking. But in this movie, I was like, oh, he's kind of cute, and he has pretty eyes, but... He's definitely actor looking. I think something about him is that he just like looks real young. Yeah, like, he looks childlike. He looks child. <laughs> He's child. He's a little elfin. Um, my other question for you was if you were the first woman going to Mars, what, how would you do your look for the launch? <laughs> oh my god, that's such a good question. I would need to go. Here's the problem. You might know this because you're a business bitch, but um you can't wear too too much makeup or else they won't take you seriously. For example, right. I didn't take this astronaut seriously because she was too hot. So right. I think that I would do a neutral look with bronze cheeks and like neutral eyeshadow, no no wing or anything, just like a very very subtle smoky eye. What about you? I think I would like do the same but then for the girlies on Tumblr, I would add in like something interesting, like maybe use like a pop of color on like my lower waterline or something Ooh, like that. Fun. You know, like something like unexpected. Um, and then like all the people that like put pictures of like AOC in a pink suit or whatever on <laughs> Tumblr like would be like losing their shit. <laughs> you could get some rocket glitter. Yeah. Like, or or I feel like people do crazy things with makeup and planets. Or yeah. just paint your face to look like Mars. Yeah, just paint your just paint your face. But then you have to like take it off in the in the uh, no gravity world. Zero gravity world floating. Do you like them running or- Wait, wait. Do you think that they Okay, I feel like what? filming this movie might be fun cuz you maybe got to do fun gravity tests. You know what I mean? Cuz they were running around on that weird gravity. I think they just had like strings. Oh, okay. 
everyone to NASA. Still fun. Oh, you mean like the the things, the training equipment kind of? Yeah. Maybe some of that was real, or it could have just been like videos from NASA. I was just like, I don't know. Like, I have another scene later on where I want to see if it. I want to ask you if you think it's real or not. Let's move on because we move to the teen. Okay, finally. Teen life. Kendra asks Nathaniel if Gardner can come home. Because he's really smart, by the way. Her reasoning is that because he's smart, he deserves to go home to Earth. Nathaniel <laughs> refuses, saying Gardner would need a risky bone density sur- density surgery to survive the trip <laughs> home. Gardner, hoping to find his father, gets the surgery and heads to Earth. He's excited to arrive, but has to go through medical testing and quarantine. Believing he will be, b- be sent back to Mars, he escapes. Gardner somehow travels to Colorado and finds Tulsa immediately. She's pissed because he hasn't answered her in seven months. But Gardner slips into her lab, answers a question about Thomas Edison, and sets off the emergency eyewash. Eyewash? Making everyone laugh. (laughs) Oh, no. Nate was like, are they giving him the Wolverine surgery? (laughs) I've never seen Wolverine. They're, like, putting shit in his bones. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. I know. I'm sorry. Um, You... But you're familiar with like what Wolverine has, right? Like he's I'm got familiar the, like, with Hugh claws. Jackman. Oh, okay, he has like claws, but they're like somebody gave somebody like inserted them into his bones, basically. Um, oh. My question here was like, I I don't understand why so much of his life is like he's learning from like vintage movies from random yes. videotapes. Like mm-hmm. if the internet was that good, he would be watching like vlogger. He would be watching like bon-, bon Appetit Test Kitchen. Or like medicine. <laughs> you are so right. The so not only is the science unrealistic, every single thing is unrealistic. How they treat this kid is crazy. Like exactly like you said, he somehow made it his way into a chat room and is chatting with this girl, but he seems to know nothing. And later he's surprised about what a like he's surprised to see a horse. Yeah. So it's, it's... very inconsistent and unclear what his knowledge base is. <laughs> it's also unclear who he is like who his what his personality is like yeah he's supposed to be kind of quirky and outgoing and strange which i guess is what happens when you live on mars but i would think that he would be socially awkward yeah i think that like it sucks because i actually think asa butterfield is so good like asa butterfield is like such a good actor in sex education and just like real he like it makes me forget he's an actor but in this movie he like sounds normal in the beginning when he's like just doing shit in his room and then it starts the the time that i started to be like wait a minute like what the hell is like when he's getting ready to go down to earth and he's talking to kendra and he was like how should I behave among the people? Oh <laughs> like my God. what the fuck is happening? He starts like speaking like an alien and like I was just like everybody thinks this kid is in drugs like this kid is about to get human trafficked like (laughs) they're just gonna take him yeah they didn't establish him either his personality or his um motivation well enough because at the beginning basically he ends up having two motivations for wanting to come home to find his father and to find tulsa and like noah garfinkel our former guest taught us (laughs) you can't have two competing desires and it really throws off the balance of the movie because he goes to see tulsa somehow he gets to colorado it's not explained how someone who has never been to earth traverses the country without any money he's on a bus eating a mars bar no he stole money from the guy he stole some money how does he know how to spend it i'm assuming that there isn't an economy on mars yet very unclear 
He, is, he walks know. into her high school again. Don't know how he even knows that. And she's standing right in the front hallway where he walks in. Yeah. You know, it's fucked up too. Like he's a STEM kid. So like the one thing he does in the, in the classroom with the emergency like shower slash eyewash that's the one thing he would know because he lives in a lab and they all look <laughs> the same. <laughs> that's so true. They would have emergency eyewashes. It would literally look like that. Like, that's the one thing he wouldn't have to adjust to. <laughs> okay. Uh, I may be going through something. I think, like, they also, they just, like, you're right. It's just very uneven. Like, some experiences, like, he doesn't seem to react to. Like, for example, imagine going from seeing zero teenagers to seeing, like, many teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> Especially women, if you're 16. I guess <laughs> women. maybe... Women. Maybe, maybe this wouldn't matter, but I'm kind of... I feel like he would be... Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, I feel like he would just be, like, so excited. Maybe this is why this is an Oscar film and not a teen movie, because he's not immediately horny. <laughs> um, what would you say if a teen asked you what's your favorite thing about Earth? Oh, man. I would just, I would honestly just assume he was on drugs, which is fair. Is like, a totally fair thing to assume. I would feel, I would assume that he's from Vermont. <laughs> You know what I mean? And just annoying. Just like um, being crunchy. I thought you were asking me what my favorite thing about Earth is. And I was like, well, um, I also don't understand Tulsa's reaction to a boy that she's been talking to on the internet showing up and she slaps him. Well, because he was good from her perspective. It's like he just didn't talk to her for seven months because the trip took seven months. I guess, but I would still be... At least I would be weirded out first. Oh yeah, you know I would I mean? be like, "What she's the so fuck?" Like, I chill about. She's it. just like immediately, yeah. She's just immediately like, "Oh yeah, he's here." I would. Well, first of all, I would also be like, "How do you know where I go to school?" <laughs> like, that's yeah. fucked up. She then goes to her lab. I would skip. I would skip my lab at the same, very least. Same. Yeah, she I doesn't would be seem like, like she's talk. super into school. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, she is for a kid who sucks. It just, it sucks because, like, here's another thing I that they fucked up, which is that Tulsa is this character who's supposed to be, like, I don't trust people and, like, I don't get along with people and, like, I hate everyone else. You're the only one I don't hate. And I'm like, there's no evidence that she doesn't get along with people. We see her interacting with her foster dad, like, a little bit. And then we see, like, Logan Paul chasing her. And then there's no, there's no, like, actual conversation where I'm like, oh, they don't like her because she's kind of a bitch. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. they, there's no reason, there's no reason that people won't like her yet. Um, so that was hard for me, too, because they have this whole thing where she's like, you're the only person that, like, I don't hate. Nah, 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 nah. But I can also empathize because um, I've had internet friends. It's also unclear why she doesn't hate him. I mean, we just don't know anything about either of them. Like, it yeah, again, they, just they need something specific to share in common. Here, my other question is, do you like Mars bars? Have you had one? What What is it? He was eating it on the bus. No, I know, but like, what's in it? Nougat? Um, yeah, kind of nougat-y. Nougat I probably chocolate. would be okay with it. But what, you haven't had you like one? that? I maybe I have. I don't know. Do you like I them? I really like them. I think they're they're a specific like I don't know, more honeycomb tasting type of nougat. 
And I think I said this on the pod once, but um, one of the high schools I went to, all the like PTA moms used to make um, Panther Pops, which were like a chocolate chip cookie with a Mars bar in the middle oh or God. part of a Mars bar in the middle. And it was so fucking good. And I couldn't fucking get the recipe. I mean, it's not hard, but like I couldn't get like the official recipe um, because I my mom wasn't in the PTA and like these like uh, anyway, I'm going to I'm going on a spiral. <laughs> Are Mars bars not that popular? They were like phased out in the US, but they're still in other mm. countries. <sighs> yeah. Wait, they, they, how did he get them? They're the same company one? as M&M's. Yes, that's a, that's actually what I was going to say is that they haven't been in the US since like 2010 or something, I think. So Makes is this no in the, the so in the far off, far off future? We are settled on Mars, and Mars bars are back in the U.S. You know what? I think maybe an old person wrote it. I mean, he is well, old, it was but written like, to thirty years there's ago. Also, there's oh yeah, that's true. It's the nineties. They left the but detail think- from the Mars. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, he's eating a Mars bar. Oh, because it's a joke. Because Mars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay anyway i thought it was really weird that he didn't know what the eyewash was (laughs) yeah the whole this whole thing is stupid and again this is where he's like quirky and funny and tulsa's tulsa's being like oh he's being funny and and i'm like wouldn't you know that this is another issue it feels like they're just i mean they are just meeting for the first time but it feels like they don't know anything about each other at all where whereas for for me to believe that he would want to meet her, they would have to have some sort of deep connection. I agree. I also sort of am agreeing with something you said earlier, which is that like one part I did like in this blurb is just like the scenes of him and Kendra up in the Mars station, like in the in the like little garden and stuff. And like I wanted to know like a little more about his life up in Mars. We only really get that he like takes a dune buggy out and like drives it around but even just stuff like who like teaches him who like how does he go to school and like where does he eat and like what does he do for fun when he's not like freaking out and like how do they exercise and like does he like growing plant i don't know like yeah no you're i don't right. know i was just like mars teen on mars you know what this movie could learn from another movie called everything everything <laughs> because we got to see a mandala stuck in that damn house for like an hour and we learned about her and her white shirts and oh i God. needed more of that from asa or asa yeah that's true also it's wild because like kendra is sort of the equivalent of like a manless nurse in that movie they're like the yeah. same character okay let's Latina move on nurse okay nathaniel and kendra find gardner at tulsa's house and warn him that he might be in danger tulsa helps him escape in a two-person airplane they land on a freeway jump out and the plane crashes into a building that explodes tulsa steals a car and offers to drive gardner off the grid but she gets aggro when gardner says he's from mars After doing some research on a stranger's iPad, Tulsa reads about Gardner's mom and determines where the wedding ring is from. They buy supplies, and then Gardner calls Tulsa beautiful, leading her to monologue about how people put up walls. But then they dance and, uh, fuck? Do they have sex? In a field. Yeah. They're naked. Meanwhile, Nathaniel and Kendra learn that Gardner is running out of time. (laughs) Um, at one point, Gary Oldman just goes coordinates i need coordinates (laughs) Uh, it's so sad 
Um, so sad. I find Tulsa as a character really not beautiful and like just <laughs> very unappealing. Like I don't, she hasn't done anything to me that, 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 okay. At one point she's, she's like, actually we've had like a pretty good time together. Like it's actually been great. And we haven't seen any of that. Like nothing that they're doing seems very fun. No, the airplane she kills scene. They almost the die. Scene. I do actually think if I had to pick one scene that I didn't like hate, <laughs> I thought the airplane scene was actually kind of cool. I like the the idea of like shooting in like a field somewhere and like taking off a little, you know, a cute little biplane. It's just like pretty, but it almost like it almost felt like fantastical and belonged in sort of more of a children's movie, if that makes sense. Like it their little airplane adventure is like a children's movie or like a disney movie because like i don't think a teen would do that and it just it just like the reality is like stretched in a way that it feels like i'm watching um like harry potter or something mm. to Although, me this is it felt very oscarsy because the music was like soaring i mean as they yes took but like an oscars like family like yeah. all ages movie maybe mm -hmm. it is sort of strange that one of his most defining like i love earth moments is that they're in an airplane looking down which is like oh. the same thing as being in space totally <laughs> um my question was if you were from mars what type of nature setting do you think would most make you feel like there's that like big like oscar background music Ooh, maybe well, I was about to say something so stupid, which is looking up at a night sky of stars, but people on Mars can see that too, right? No, I think that's a cool... Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah, they can... <laughs> well, they can see it, but you can't see the sky. You can't see, like, the... Actually, do people on Mars have a sunset? Oh, my God, we're so stupid. Do people, <laughs> do people on Mars... <laughs> I feel like they we they gotta do. We got to ask him. It's just, it's a different... just like, different. Wait, do they... Wait, is this like a rotation versus revolution <laughs> revolving thing? Okay, fuck. Where would you go? Oh my god, we need some like we need some people who can tell us. We need some men to tell us. Yeah. <laughs> um, the ocean. I I'm oh, surprised yeah. that he doesn't explore it more. Also, it's like they should have probably told him that when he landed, he was going to be beside the ocean. Like that's really scary. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, oh, water. <laughs> okay. Um, I was really pissed off when they're in the diner and the guy who's sitting behind them helps them <laughs> out by telling them how to steal Wi-Fi. And then he's like, give me some money or I'll tell. Who is he going to tell? Like, who who's going to get them in trouble for stealing Wi-Fi? He's going to run to the other business and like say, hey, over next door, someone's stealing your Wi-Fi. And then he <laughs> takes a photo of them with the iPad just to be a dick, I guess. But it never comes back. Like, I thought that that photo would, oh, yeah. would, would be, like, a main plot point. Like, the it police is. come after them, but... <laughs> That's so true, because there's, like, these random, like... You know what? I wonder if it was cut out of the movie. Because there's these, like, random scenes of Kendra and Nathaniel. Like, Gary Oldman is just, like, hanging out with a cop, like, watching this random cop security camera. And it's not clear, like, how many people are tracking them. Like, do they have a whole team or just Gary Oldman and Kendra, right? Like, how are they, like, figuring out where to look? There's no yes, explanation. who are they coordinating with about the coordinates? 
It's also like if he's Elon Musk, if he's supposed to be like Elon Musk, like he would never be doing it himself. That's so true. Oh my god. Did you know Sorry, that Elon I liked your Musk- coordinates joke? Do you know okay. that he had another child with Grimes and that they yeah, want to have multiple baby. more children and that they keep Does the other child up? Does the other child also have like a numbers name? It's I it's it's weird, but I think they're gonna go by Y as a nickname. Oh, that's better than the other one, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> I wish I remembered what it The other one is like blue, blah, blue. part of it. Um Gary Oldman also says, Talk to me about troponin, elevated troponin, and gardener. <laughs> oh wait, no, Kendra um, says that. Wait, I just realized that Grimes's first child is sort of like Caitlin, the movie produ- the music producer in um, Camp Rock. Yep. Bleep, bleep, bleep. Okay, okay. A few things happen here that makes me really makes me super angry. Um, they don't <laughs> seem romantic at all. They don't have any sexual chemistry. It again, it doesn't feel like they knew each other at all, or they shared anything. At one point, Tulsa gives a speech about how she. She has always felt lied to, which again, I feel like is something she would have confided in him about. Also, where's the lie? We don't see any of it. Who's lying to her? We just have to assume that she has, because her foster parent is like, which is, it's sort of, foster parents have had a really bad rep in movies. Her foster parent just seems like a chill alcoholic, like not a scary, (laughs) like not a like scary abusive alcoholic. Like he's he's just like he, He is making money off her, we're supposed to assume. Then oh. Gardner gives a speech about how he couldn't feel anything on Mars and that he was like scared to be human, but we didn't know that. That wasn't explained to us earlier. Oh, yeah, that's not so part it of it. It doesn't have any effect on me. Um, so that pisses me off. I hate. I hate when we're told shit later that didn't happen earlier. She also they give her like such bad like I can only describe it as like. 10th grade fanfic lines like it's not even good fanfic like he says like you're so beautiful and and she goes she has this line that i wrote i wrote it out like how she said it it was like and you dot 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 you blurt that out just like that like that is an impossible line to say like no one no one speaks like that and i don't think Britt robertson is a good actor but anyone given that line you're like fuck like how do i say this yeah (laughs) it's so stupid and also because what he's doing isn't that weird calling someone beautiful like it's not that crazy it's not that like quirky crazy um so it's like yeah bitch yeah why are you beautiful (laughs) it's also bonkers for me that she still at this point she doesn't believe that he truly is from mars like she thinks she's like oh maybe you just believe it yourself like she's like maybe he's just stupid and like still won't tell me where he's actually from and then she still sleeps with him while oh he's like God, continuing to talk about Mars, literally right before they fuck, he's like, I didn't feel human. So in that moment, is she still like, eh, this is just him pretending? Like, because, because later, yeah, I think you're right. I think she doesn't believe him yet. So she's just like, this guy is goofy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, respect. I I think I, <laughs> I think I agree with you that um, she's unappealing. And part of what I was trying to, I think what they were trying to, like, make us feel about her is that she's this, like, spunky, like, do-it-yourself, like, (laughs) um, you know, like, pre, pre, what am I trying to say? Like, prematurely, like, taking care of herself type Mm. of teen. She'll just steal the keys right out of a car. (laughs) Like, and get in the airplane herself and stuff like that. But, like... Even when she was doing those things, she was pissed off. Like, she was never, yes. like, cool. <laughs> never. 
that she would was be never such a characterization. It would be okay. One one small change to this movie would be that she's cool and she's hiding her anger. Like she looks like the cool girl, but really she's hurt mm. inside. And then she reveals that to Gardner instead of being just a dick to everyone. Yeah, she's just not cool at all. Like that's the take problem. that leather jacket off, bitch. <laughs> You didn't earn that shit. I have an earnest question before we move on. Um, if a teen love interest says to you, I don't know how to kiss, like, what is actually a good way to respond? Because um, she just goes, she just goes, you will. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's not like, I'll be honest, that's not like the worst thing. But you could be like, I could teach you. <laughs> that's That's a good line. What would you say? I probably wouldn't make it into a line. I would just be like, I don't know. I think I would say like, oh, no one, like no one knows. Everyone's just like making it up. It's, it's yeah, fine. You, would be, like, you wouldn't oh, be, no. you wouldn't be horny about it. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's the difference between us. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> okay, Gardner and Tulsa find the shaman who married Gardner's <laughs> parents. No! and okay. determine where his father this might be. This is so be. fucked. This is so fucked up. Okay. Then Gardner collapses. In the hospital, Tulsa realizes that he hasn't been lying. She helps him sneak out and steals another car. They drive to California and walk right into the guy from the photographs living room. He's very upset and reveals he's Gardner's uncle. Gardner runs to the ocean, wanting to die where his mother's ashes were spread. As he's drowning, there is a montage of all Gardner's me- memories from the previous two days. Nathaniel shows up just in time to reveal that he's Gardner's father. They risk it all to get Gardner beyond Earth's gravity, and he's revived. Gardner and Tulsa kiss while floating and say, I love you. Gardner heads back to Mars. Kendra invites Tulsa to live with her, and Tulsa trains to become an astronaut. <laughs> the shaman that shaman keeps really good records they're like here's a wedding (laughs) ring that someone purchased from you 17 years ago he goes to his computer two two seconds tap 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 he prints a receipt (laughs) out and hands it to them that's an organized shaman that guy is also like a really big actor like it's got some really good actors in it like that guy is the guy from twilight like he's in unbreakable kimmy schmidt he's in like a ton of shit like he's sort of the go-to get um, all these people indigenous actor yeah of yeah, that he's generation like the go-to like. like native man <laughs> yeah which um, the shaman doesn't even matter like he do, what does he share with them that's helpful also, why did his parents get married by a shaman <laughs> yeah unclear they don't Um, know they don't know about jesus yet i guess like she's she's like a woman in stem like this seems out of character (laughs) i don't know i mean elon musk would get married by a shaman that's true maybe that's what they were hinting at okay um i do i think it's funny like i have lived in so many places over the past few years that it does make me laugh to imagine like someone going to my Somerville apartment or, like, the place I lived in veterinary school and, like, showing up trying to find me and, like, someone else is sitting in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I also ultimately believe that that guy's also generic looking. Like, he has a very generic, like, forgettable face. The uncle. Uh, I think that they're hot. He's hot. and w- But I also think that the photograph, which is kind of like a... It's like a moving photo, also like Harry Potter. It does seem like he wants to, he was fucking his sister. And so my yes. question to you is, why can't he be the brother and the father? <laughs> that would be a more fun solution and would explain why Gardner <laughs> is so weird. And what? 
Wait, and did why you... she never told him? Yeah, yes, that's why there's a secret. It's shameful. Um, did you know that Gary Oldman was the father? And more, no! more importantly, when did? Oh, you didn't. Did you guess it or did you read yeah. it beforehand? No, I guessed that. No, I didn't. And the reason I didn't is because the video fooled me. Like, I would never yeah. shoot a video like that with a sibling. It was horny. Yeah, that for sure. For super sure. fucking horny. Yeah. That's like, that's, the, that's like the main reason I was... <laughs> That's fair. That's the main reason I was thrown off, to be honest, because I was like, okay, maybe it could be him, but like, who, like who's that guy? Or like, I was like, maybe they're having an affair, but also he's like way older than her, right? Yeah. Well, also one of the problems is, isn't she like they 24? shoot sixteen years ago, and they show Gary Oldman, <laughs> yeah, and, he looks and then the they, he's the same, whereas. <laughs> Asa Butterfield has grown into a whole human. <laughs> this movie makes stealing seem really easy. Like, I could not steal a car and then drive across the country. I would be so oh, stressed out. Oh, I think out. stealing cars is easy. Is it? Unfortunately, it is, as long as you keep changing it, I think. But, like, um, but it would be stressful. And then also, like, they, once the person reports it, like, then cops are just looking for the license plate, right? It would just, like, take a while to report it. But I, I just, like, don't know... She just, like, is always snapping at him. She's always, like, I don't know. She's always pissed off. It was just not exciting to me that she was taking them. Again, it is sort of, like, children's movie logic. Like, let's hop in and drive away. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's no consequences for anything I mean, they do a bad besides movie. the Mars. Um, Something that made me hulk out <laughs> is they have a scene of him in in he, he like goes into a bathroom and there are kids that are about to graffiti a mirror and he picks up the marker and you're like oh he's gonna graffiti the mirror but they don't show you what he writes but you it's revealed what he writes during his montage his, his little death montage and what's he what he writes is i was w-u-z here and now I need to ask you this. Where did he learn to write was W-U-Z? <laughs> In like the online chat rooms of the 90s, apparently. <laughs> okay, that, I mean, that's the only explanation. That's the only explanation. It's like in the script still. <laughs> Why didn't they change it? It's 2017. Also, it's just the most first draft option for what you would write. I, I was here. It's the most right. obvious thing. It's so stupid. And also, there should never be montage scenes about short periods of time, like Camp Rock. You can't have a montage about the previous two days. Agree. Here's my other question, Jane. If I'm in knee-deep water with you and I pass out, can you pull me out, please? <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought you were asking if I was, if I was physically able, and I was like, I think I could at least... <laughs> Like give it. A, He's like drowning. I would, give it, I would give it a try. He's drowning at the beach. <laughs> um. Yeah. And and they all they all like he's having the montage, and then also then Kendra and Gary Oldman are there. And they're having this, like, really emotional moment where, like, I'm realizing, like, oh, like, he's realizing that Gary Oldman is his dad. Like, he sort of, like, knows it before he says it. But, like, in the middle of this, like, super emotional moment, Kendra has to stand up and, like, say to the ambulance, she goes, hurry, there's no time. <laughs> Just, oh, like, my God. What is that line? Oh, my God. Hurry, there's no time. 
It's supposed to be building the suspense, I guess. This but poor actress. She looks so familiar to me. Do you because know? Because she looks like the Latina and everything, everything. <laughs> anyway, um, what did you think about them um floating? <laughs> I thought it was stupid. Like, I hate I fucking hated it. I we loved so, we were like cackling when Gary Oldman was like, We have to go higher, we have to go oh higher. Oh my god, this was like there was just no of course he was gonna survive. I don't know how they made it to a rocket ship fast enough. That's totally like do they just have rocket ships ready to launch? It's so stupid that the yeah. second he gets to whatever point in space he just wakes up like i would think he would need medical attention (laughs) anyway if he was almost dying you know what's also funny is that like it's so fucking unsafe they're like everyone belt in we're going like through the atmosphere and he's like lying across her lap yeah (laughs) he's just chilling no one throws Um, up that would have been fun they should have had tulsa vom that's true (laughs) but no one throws up unless they're pregnant um i was (laughs) gonna say so he goes back to mars if you were a teen on Mars, what hobbies slash extracurriculars would you like to pursue to pass the time? <sighs> I feel like we sort of discussed this in everything, everything. Um, oh, yeah, that's true. No, but I it's guess, like, you know, space activities. I don't know. Oh, okay. Space activities. I mean, <laughs> it would be fun to drive around with like no, no one in sight. You know what I mean? Just drive really fast. See, I don't know if I would enjoy that. I would be like, freaked out by it i think well he does almost die from driving in the beginning so <laughs> yeah i think that would freak me out i honestly like i would like lean into stem i would like try to find little bugs or like try to find the life on mars oh yeah wait so do you think in this future there is other life on mars like is there alien life i feel like if there were they would have maybe told it there's at least like enough stuff there for them to like have more people come because first it's just like the people there from their mission and then in the end it's like a mall <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a university quad <laughs> no i i you know i i feel like i could pass the time there however i wouldn't want to spend he has to basically spend his entire life there right yeah i get i mean like uh, that's a long time to be i feel on like- mars they they could probably figure out the technology to help him come down, but like, um, and like now he has like heavy bones or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he has a big heart. Did you hear that? Your heart. It's so big. I oh hate that. <laughs> Fuck. He's never. Um, that's never been. Uh, it's also funny. Sucks. It's funny to me that she's training to be an astronaut so she can go hang out with him. Yeah. Follow your dreams, ladies. I mean, I do think... So, did you watch Gravity? No. Okay. Anyway, uh, two of the astronauts have, like, conversations in that that make me believe that, like, one of them that Anne Hathaway plays, like, one of the reasons she, like, decided to be an astronaut was that she, like, sort of similarly, like, was, like, a misanthrope and, like, kind of didn't like people or didn't connect with people. But you get the sense it's because, like, someone actually... Like, she's recovering from a divorce or something. I don't know. But, um... So, I... Basically, I think to be an astronaut, you have to just, like, decide you're gonna be alone for, like, extremely long periods of Mm. time. So you have to, like, hate people. What is that movie about Chris Pratt and a famous blonde actress who they go to space and they have sex? Um... Didn't watch it. I know okay. what you're talking about, though. I kind of want to see that. Um, I have a question for you. Should we go to those one of those like fan no gravity places where you can like pretend you? Oh, you can you, like fly. Yeah. Should we do that? Sure. I mean, uh, 
I think some of them. Do you mean like the ones that you're like indoor skydiving? Oh, shit. I think that's what I'm thinking of. I don't know if there's one where it's like you're floating like zero gravity. I think it's got to be like indoor skydiving, which I which I don't think you'd like. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Or maybe maybe you would. I don't know. Skydiving is on my anti bucket list, which is I hope it make it I hope it make it to the end of my life without ever skydiving. I might do it again. Okay, oh um should we wrap up? Yeah, let's wrap up. <laughs> I actually have a lot of I do have a lot of notes, so this wrap up oh, wrap up shit. might take some time. Oh my god. Okay, we've come to the end where we each answer three questions. Um Jane, you can go first because you have a lot of notes. I don't think I do. <laughs> first, is this movie good or bad? Okay, it's bad, and I want to discuss this a little bit. Okay. The initial motivation of Gardner is not clear enough. He (laughs) wanted his family, a.k.a. his dad slash his dead mom, and he wanted Tulsa. But then later he said that he wants to feel wind on his face and all this other poetic stuff. So it's very unclear what he actually wants and why he wants to go to Earth. I don't understand who he is. Yes, he's strange, but he's not in... He's not strange in the way that you would think someone would be like after being <laughs> raised on Mars. <laughs> it's also, as we've already discussed, it's unclear why wouldn't the astronauts raising him try and like incorporate him into Earth culture and like share the good parts of Earth and make him normal. Um, sure. Again, we said emergency eyewash. Don't know why he would do that. What about living on Mars would make a person do that? <laughs> then he shows up. He and Tulsa barely know each other. She's actively unappealing. Um, the science doesn't make sense. Getting across the country together and finding exactly the house they need to go to doesn't make sense. Nathaniel shows up at exactly the right second. Gardner's arrived simply by being rocketed into space. None of it's believable in any way. The dialogue is sappy. I don't find Britt Robertson fun to watch. I don't find Nathaniel to be a sympathetic character. No one suffers any consequences from capitalism. Oh, well, he's Elon Musk. So we have to believe that like he just can do whatever he wants. Um, that's interesting. What if he were like more of a villain? Um, I agree. This movie's bad. I think that it's also confusing because as you and I said, there's sort of like things about it that make you believe that they thought they were making like this really moving like Oscar bait movie. So like if anyone, you know, like sees this, just watch like a few minutes and you'll be like, <laughs> why is there such like cinematic music? And like the the like camera shots, there's something about it too that makes it feel like they thought they were making this real like treasure for like the whole family kind of. <laughs> but I also think that the premise is so silly that it might have been better as like a dumb children's movie or for yes. like young teens. Yes. But I don't even know if that exists anymore. Like even like all the Pixar movies now are like kind of smart, you know, mm. or animated. And so like, I don't, honestly, this would have been better as an animated movie. Anyway. um, Yeah, you're right about that. So they were sort of, they were sort of like stuck. Like once they decided to have Gary Oldman in it, like they were like fucked. Like, <laughs> This movie was too good and too bad. He is a Shakespearean, like, he is a, such, like, a good actor. Like, he is, like, a master of his craft. I'm so <laughs> sad. This is, like, this is definitely, like, career low. It's, like, so fucking sad to watch. I feel like it would have been better if his main motivation had been either father or Tulsa. So if he was like, I want to go find my father, he could go down to find his father and be like, Tulsa, hey, we sort of know each other. I need your help. Then they could have fallen in love as a byproduct. 
or he goes because he's in love with Tulsa. They have this connection. And she's like, I really think you should go find your father. And then that's what happens. Instead, it's like this weird both at the same time, but neither completely. Okay. Did I like it? No. (laughs) (laughs) I... I did enjoy, like, it might have been one of those movies that's so ridiculously bad that I did have fun. I was, you know, I was drinking, so, like, (laughs) so in that sense, I didn't, like, it wasn't as boring to me as the other Britt Robertson movie. Mm. And also, I will say, the only scene I did like was the airplane. I thought that was fun. I thought it, um... You know me, I love a, I love a stunt. Like if that was real, yeah, it would have been fun. Do. But I'm sure you a do. lot of it was green screen. Also, I agree with you. It would have been fun to like see a bunch of the like NASA training equipment. Yeah, like the the sideways running thing. Like they should have shown more, more NASA. Um, in- instead, they show like Gary Oldman like playing like a flying video game. <laughs> that I kind of miss that. Was that him being like? Was it, did at one point he play a flying video game and then it showed that he was scared to go into space and then later yes. he goes okay so he's actually not because courageous he's like, yeah like he like is obsessed with space and like conceivably like has enough money that he could have gone to space and like parented his child right but um was too scared that's I fucked think. up I don't believe that I think that if he had loved that woman he would have gone he would have faced his fears sixteen years ago and raised that child as his own. Do you think that she, like, maybe there, I don't know, maybe it could have been, like, a villain movie where, I'm trying to think, like, what would have been better with, like, him as a villain? Maybe he, like, he knows it's a son, but he really wants him to stay hidden because, number one, he doesn't want to, like, open up the grief of losing that woman. And then also, number two, like, people actually find out that they had a kid, like, hidden from the world, and it became a human rights emergency. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, what type of what type of teen is this movie for? Space teens? I don't know. I don't have Actually, an answer. It might be for children or like twelve or thirteen year olds, or maybe I, it's for, it's for die no hard Asa Butterfield fan. It's really for no one. It's really just so bad. If you're a die hard Asa Butterfield fan, let us know. Because like Ender's Game movie also is similar. I've heard it's bad, and it's also similarly like. Ender's Game is a story that you read when you're 13 and also like kind of adults like look back at it as like a cool work of science fiction, but it's like ultimately for children, but there's like some, (laughs) some like exciting things happening and like violence kind of. So like, maybe that's what this is also like. It's just, it just like belongs like separated. It's like a, it's like a movie that like adults are like, oh yeah, I was cool because I like, you know, knew about that. I think your point that this should be animated is actually a really good one. And I think that they would have to change a lot of this movie. Like, it couldn't be so melodramatic. But imagine kind of a quirky a quirky thing where a kid's, kid lives on Mars and he, he, like... Or maybe he even is a Martian, but he's human. And then he comes... And then he comes... Like, it could be cute. Yeah, I think it could be cute. And I, I also think, like... Specifically, the airplane scene. I feel like that could be really fun. They could okay. just like do more with like. I don't like the airplane scene. I don't know why okay, you're so obsessed mind. with it. Okay, never mind. <laughs> um, never mind. What are you watching these days? Um, I watched the West Side Story new oh, movie. Yeah. We had an argument. We did. Um, I re- <laughs> I liked it. I my main t- to be honest, like my main takeaway, which is the same thing I feel whenever I watch West Side Story, is 
holy shit, this is so sad. It's so fucking sad. <laughs> um, but I thought it was beautiful, and I was really impressed impressed because I mostly know Rachel Zegler as a Twitter personality, and she's it was great to see that she is... I, I mean, I think she's very talented, so... Yeah, she's so it was good. teeny tiny. She's very so small, tiny, even on the big screen. Um, I watched. Um, oh, I started watching My Brilliant Friend season three, "Those Who Leave and Those Who Stay," which closely follows the third book in that corresponding series. Favorite book series of all time. Um, it's really good. I if you have read the Elena Ferrante books and you like them, it's actually. A really good adaptation they also shoot it with like the actresses like growing up well that's not true they have different kid actresses and then from the point that when they're teens then they start shooting it as the actresses age so like between season two and three it was sort of like seeing someone at age like 15 versus like 20 and you can actually see the actors and actresses change and it's like an ensemble cast with very strange interesting faces for some of them um so that was really fun just like looking at all the faces age was fun you know real life you know feeling human (laughs) jane the people on patreon wanted to let us know that they have to my opinion in my opinion like better space between us stories that could also be called space between us yeah um would you like to would you like to read the first one yes okay matt wrote in Two incredible stories. Okay. His first girlfriend was a summer camp romance and they wrote letters to each other and talked on the phone a lot. And every Saturday at midnight, they would hop on the phone and talk for a few hours. This went from August until December or so when his parents let him at age 15, take a mega bus from Chicago to Milwaukee. (gasps) I hope I'm not doxing him to stay with this girl and her family. The first night, she told him that she had a new boyfriend Damn. while they were walking through the parking lot of Rufus King High School, definitely doxing her. Then when he got back home <laughs> to the Chicago suburbs, his mom told him that they were putting down the family dog in the morning. Okay, that's an incredible story. Very sad, very funny. But what's really cool is the next summer camp romance he had was when he was 21 years old, 12 years ago. And now they're married. They have a it rocks. Woo! What a great ending. It's also it's so fucked up. Like this girl, prayers prayers for this girl. Like she she needs to like take a look at her life and examine. <laughs> yeah. Any megabus strips suck. Like oh my no God. matter how long. <laughs> she might have been sixteen years old at this time, but I'm never gonna forgive her for that. Ever. Honestly, same. We have your back. I I feel the same. That's like really fucking mean. Also, her parents presumably knew. Well, maybe not. Okay, do you want me to read the next one? Yes. Also, so many camp teens. Okay, I friend of the pod Julie says I had a summer camp romance as well. Somewhere between junior and senior year of high school, I fell in love with a jazz saxophone player. We chatted a bit throughout the school year, and my parents knew how much we had liked each other. Fast forward to end of the school year, I really wanted to lose my virginity before college and there weren't any prospects at home. I love that detail of like, all these boys, fuck them. (laughs) I somehow convinced my parents to let me fly to Miami to see Summer Camp Boy in August right before college. Fully a trip to lose my virginity. Damn, these parents are cool. Yeah, I knew that Julie 
like julia is someone who you know is cool when you meet her and then the more you find out about her you're like oh wait she's so cool yeah you kind of like, like so honestly cool. for me I, I like i'm like fuck like fuck like, it's that's crazy the feeling, I guess. <laughs> also i guess it does make sense that a lot of distance relationships begin at summer camp because oh, i you were else? gonna say like culminate in like a trip to have sex <laughs> I mean, I would think that other romance, other long distance romances could be either internet exchange student or the rare vacation romance, which you find again in every Mary Kate Nashley movie. Did you have a do you have a good space between us story of communicating with space between you? No, I don't think that I've. Oh, I did have to break up with someone while I was in India. <laughs> that was really oh, damn. unpleasant what what um method of communication did he use i called him he i think that he had truly because of the time difference i think that he had truly just gotten out of bed i think that he thought oh. i was calling to tell him like health news because i had basically been sick the whole time and yeah i mean i'm happy that wow. i called but yeah, yeah it was really unpleasant there's no there's no bad there's no good way to do it yeah what about um, you? You've had distance. I know you've had distance stories. I maybe told one of the- yeah, but um the the story I have as a teen, I think I maybe told on the pod before. When I was like thirteen or fourteen, um, me and this guy liked each other, and we um we were like texting a bunch. We were like pretty much only texting and using MSN Messenger <laughs> from the past. Um, so we didn't see each other very often, and then he was spending like a few months in Australia. He was there for like a month. And while he was there, he, like, texted and called me and stuff. But then, like, we were so young that our parents were still, like, handling all our phone bills and stuff. And so he ran up, like, <laughs> I think a few hundred dollars in, like, international charges because he ended Whoa. up calling me and stuff. And the funny thing is that, like, to this day, his dad will, like, when he sees my dad, will be, like, still waiting for that, like, reimbursement on that. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I bet your dad handles that really well and has a good they joke for They love him. it. They think it's like the funniest bit on earth. I'm sure. He's married now sweet. with a child. That's very sweet. It is very sweet. It was a it was a very sweet summer memory. Um yeah, I mean, yeah, I wish I could like just rec- I'll record footage of the next time I see those two dads doing that bit. <laughs> it is pretty fun. Um it's it's some very dad chuckling. Um thank you for writing in to Julia and Matt only, no one else wanted to tell us their stories. Or maybe they just, like, saw Matt's and were like, who can beat this? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jane, do you want to say what our upcoming movie is? Okay, it's a big one. It's Tall Girl 2. <sighs> I'm really excited, actually. <laughs> For those who don't know, our first episode ever was on Tall Girl 1, so this is huge for us. Yeah, I also think that, like, there's something so comforting about a Netflix original yes. that makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, um, it will not be like this, because honestly, at this point, if I see Britt Robertson again, I'm going to lose my mind. Wow. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't oh. stand her. Luckily, she's not in anything, so. <laughs> well, I feel bad. Should I know. Have- I'm like, she's probably nice. She's probably fine. She probably can do so much better than this. Yes, I agree. It's not her fault. I'm sorry. But also, everyone, 
probably agrees with us. That was Under the Bleachers, our podcast about teen content. We would love if you hit that subscribe button whatever way you get your podcasts. Don't forget to rate and leave a review, and please share us with a friend. And with a teen, you can get in touch with us at underthebleacherspod at gmail.com and find us on Twitter at at bleacherteens. Also, subscribe to our Patreon to kick us some support, especially if you want to tell us about when there was space between you and your loved one at patreon.com slash underthebleacherspod. Okay, we will see you next time. Under! Under.